Hello, my name is Maurice Harker. What you're about to listen to is a clip from a live training session with either an individual or a group who are anxiously engaged in recovering their marriages. Please listen to several of the recordings in this podcast, and then, when you are ready, seriously consider attending the live weekly trainings from your home via webinar. My ability to provide enough individual and marriage therapy sessions has become very limited, so I created the marriage repair workshops so I could serve more people at a lower cost for you. So please, when you're ready, investigate your options at www.lazaruslectures.com. That's L-A-Z-A-R-U-S-L-E-C-T-U-R-E-S.com. I look forward to meeting you and to serving you well. I would love to play a part in decreasing your pain and increasing your happiness. See you soon. Now, ladies, I'm sorry that many of you are in a situation where the man assumes you aren't doing any personal development. Some of you are in positions where there's an assumption that you don't work on much of anything. Okay. And you might be sitting there thinking, that's not a problem. It's he that never works on anything. He's not doing any personal development. And I can tell because I look at him. There, the end. I can see that he's not working on anything. Now, can you imagine the opposite of season two it is where he assumes you're not working on anything and you assume he's not working on anything? Okay, that becomes really toxic really fast. So one way to initiate a conversation about this is with a positive assumption and you say, hi, I assume you are working on things that I'm not aware of. Now reverse that. Imagine if he said that to you. I assume you're working on things that I'm not aware of. Do you see how that feels right off the bat? That's lovely. How, what a kind thing to say. Now, if he's a little clumsy and he says, I apologize because I can't see it, what you're working on. Would you mind sharing with me a little bit of what you're working on so I can celebrate it with you? Now notice half your brain's gone, sure, and the other half's up. There's no way I'm sharing that out loud. Okay, do you see the vulnerability? Okay, so when you're into season two, the definition of getting naked starts to evolve. Okay. In the books, they often call it vulnerable or transparent. Okay, the most relevant term that is misused is how intimate that is. Okay, and so this is why we have to spend 33 weeks preparing this really safe greenhouse. So when people go, that's how it should be, how about we do that tomorrow? And I'm all, no, you cannot do that tomorrow. Okay, that's not, it's not going to work. We have to do all the preliminary work, but I want you to hear the description of it so your brain will leave room for it in your blueprint. Like, that's actually a real dynamic that can happen. You can actually get there in this lifetime. And so when Claire uses terms like fascination, okay, wow, that is amazing. And maybe you get a small satanic attack. That's not I would what I would have you be working on, but it's amazing that you and God are working on that. 
And when people say, I actually had a guy here, it was, it was a little disheartening, but they're relatively new. On the same day, I had this really good couple, this other couple. The husband said, I don't see the point of doing any DPARs if she's not going to read them. And I'm all, you don't see any purpose for personal development work if someone else isn't going to read it? He's all, that's not what I meant. I'm all, okay, what did you mean? You didn't, you don't feel a need for structured personal development? Or I'm just waiting for the other person to do their work. I want to give you a, a metaphor of my own marriage to talk through this one. Okay. I was, what's the right term for it? I was courageous or adventurous enough when I chose a spouse to intentionally pick a woman that was different from my mom. I thought that would be very adventurous. I already know what my mom's like. Let's pick someone who's different from my mom. Okay. What I didn't realize was that in the years that you are the son of a mother or the daughter of a mother, you develop systems for working with your mom. By that age, I had a pretty good working relationship with my mom. By the 23, I evolved. I didn't have tons of conflict with my parents. My mom's an enjoyable person, but my mom is a farm girl. Okay, My mom's a slop the pigs. She would kill chickens with her bare hands. Okay. And could slaughter them and prepare them and have them ready for dinner later on. And so I've got this whole system of how to collaborate and maximize. Even now, when me and my brothers enter a kitchen with my mom, it's a well-oiled machine. We work really well together. And But then I marry this woman that's different from my mom. And she has these resources and these contributions, these help-meet elements that I have no idea what to do with, okay? And so I've got the machinery to work with. So, so let's use the metaphor of building materials. I grow, if it's like I grew up in Arizona and I have this clay making machine for when you put mud and other things in it, I can create this Adobe and I can build with it. I can, I got, I know exactly what to do with it. You put this in it, you put that in, you put it in it, Shazam. I got an endless supply of Adobe. Now imagine I hook that Adobe making machine on the back of my truck and I drive up to Northern Idaho or I get lost and I make my way all the way to Alaska near Angela. Okay. And I got trees everywhere. Okay. I got all these trees all over the place and I pull up and I, I decide to make a committed relationship with someone who grows up in Idaho, Northern Idaho. And I say, let's build something. She goes, great. I'll, I'll, I want to be your help meet. I want to be your wife. And she starts bringing truckloads of trees. And I'm like, what the crud am I supposed to do with all these trees? Okay. And she looks at me like, are you dumb? She lives around sawmills all over the place. And everybody knows what to do with trees. Hello. They're the most obvious building material on the planet. Are you dumb? Okay. So she's bringing all these loads because when a woman joins a relationship, she's got her help meet resources cataloged, labeled. She's been using them for years. She knows exactly how to use them. And you meet this idiot that shows up with a clay making machine in Northern Idaho. What planet are you on, dude? Okay. Now my wife was very valiant. She tries uh, scrapping around in Idaho, looking for the materials to make clay with. Sure. I'll bring some, here's some pine cone needles. Here's some rocks. How about a bucket load of salmon? How am I doing? 
I want to experience a help meet. I want to experience a synergistic. I get the concept. I read about it in a book. I know what's supposed to be going on here. She gets the concept as well. But as long as I have an Adobe machine and she's bringing wood, we're really going to make a mess. Okay. And I was complaining to God about it. I got this woman. She's completely useless. She doesn't know how to make bread. She doesn't know how to kill a chicken with her bare hands. She can't make a quilt out of wheat. That's one of our family jokes. <laughs> My mom's so pioneer blood, she can make a quilt out of wheat. Okay. It's not actually true, but we laugh about it regularly. Okay. But she does make a quilt a week, and she does make homemade bread. So she does them separate. Okay. My wife does not do that. Okay. She doesn't do that. My wife's a thinker. She thinks. She gets ideas and she's got things and she has 7 million ideas and she follows through on three of them. And most of the time that's because someone helped her. Okay. Because she's a doer or a thinker, but I'm a doer and we finally figured out how to make it work. Even though, so I finally have a machine that is designed to take in wood. All right. So let's go back to the original question. How do you suggest we incorporate our temple covenant to be a husband's helpmate? You got to know what your resources are and he has to have time to build a machine to work with your resources. And if you feel like you're always bringing resources to him, I have ideas. I have suggestions. I have the best feedback ever. Okay. I have been working on that, polishing that rock all day long. Feedback. I'm really good at feedback. Okay. Now Maurice tells me, stop being good at feedback. Get good at something else. Okay. So, how do you be a helpmeet to someone who doesn't know how to use your resources? You have just finished listening to another principle that is one of many that you will find in a special class that I've put together called the Marriage Repair Workshops and the Lazarus Lectures. This is a compilation of principles that I have pulled from my years of training, study, and therapeutic experience designed to give you the tools, the vision, the ideas, everything that is necessary to take a relationship that has experienced catastrophic levels of unpleasantness and falling apart and rebuild it almost as if raising it from the dead please follow the links and attend at least one of our marriage repair workshops so that you can get a feel for what you will learn and get your attachment to the multimedia classroom that holds videos, audios, articles from me and several other specialists that we call the Lazarus Lectures, a 40-lesson series building from one principle to another so that you can discover what is necessary to pull off a miracle in your relationship. I hope you'll find great value in this I hope those of you who find yourselves unable to afford 
the thousands of dollars necessary to attend a marriage therapist, especially one that's really good and is not as available as we would like therapists to be. Please, please study this material in the Lazarus Lectures and attend the Marriage Repair Workshops so that we can help you get things back to the way you want them. We'll see you then.